Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and I'm again joined today by Tonya Cordy, who is an amazing lady. And if you haven't listened to our previous episode 115, please do. But let's get straight into it. Tonya, welcome back. Thank you. We've been talking about decluttering and, you know, we've kind of looked at mind and physical space and beliefs and values let's look at now the redesign so once we've kind of done our purge of stuff and thoughts and other people's stuff and thoughts right how do we go from there what's the next step like do we have to declutter a couple of times is once enough and then how do we rebuild how do we redesign what we stand for, what we want to be surrounded with and by? Like what's the next steps? So it's, it's an, I have it as five steps. However, there's a lot happening at the same time in conjunction. It's not so linear because we are not linear. We're not robots. And as the process unveils, the client then sees oh wow I need to change this I need to change this I need to change this I want to add this into my life so once we go through one round they will typically after a session sometimes go back and be like yep I go back there the next week they're like yep I got rid of those shirts that you know I didn't want to let go of and I do suggest that people try to do stuff seasonally on a regular basis so that is kind of a maintenance thing Um, that's a regular check-in to see well, what's changing in my life? Did I change jobs? Am I changing the types of activities that I'm doing? So it's an ongoing process. And then to speak to the other part of the question, the last step, I think, really addresses that, which is sustain. And that looks like, what do I need to change in my life? Because very often people get stuck in doing things the same way. They get stuck in negative thinking. They get stuck in blaming others in the outside world or staying in their comfort zone or holding on to the past. And it's really important to help them go, okay, how were you living your life before? And maybe it could be that someone is transforming and changing their life and redesigning it because they're changing careers. They left one career that was not as meaningful and now maybe they're starting a new business. Well, what does your schedule look like now? What does your space look like now? And how are you adapting and integrating new habits and routines that support 
this new lifestyle change, as well as the values that you always had, but you weren't necessarily living them out. That's some great advice there. Now, look, I do want to address one thing. The world is changing. Mm-hmm. No matter what your beliefs, which side of the the coin that you feel that you sit on, the world is changing. We mm-hmm. are no longer doing things the way we used to. Mm-hmm. And so beliefs and priorities that we used to have no longer serve us. So in a world where many people spent time in their own homes, whether it be working or, you know, with a lockdown or whatever the heck is going on where they are. Yeah. How do you suggest that people really simplified right down to the nuts and bolts of life? Because I know for myself, um, you know, I kept working throughout everything going on, but my home really had to be my safe haven, but it also became my office. So I had to look at, you know, this, this one room being my office can be all things business. And I learned I had to shut the door at the end of the day and don't open it back up. So how can you help people with really getting to the nuts and bolts? Because, you know, going out might not be something that they can do anymore or, you know, socialising just isn't part of their priorities anymore or whatever it may be. How do we make such a drastic change? I think that it... I'm not big on bulldozing through change. I don't think it's helpful. Sometimes you can do like a, a quick bulldozer, let's say if we're talking about like a massive declutter, you need time to integrate and let things settle. And so I would say it's really just simplifying. And that's why I ask people, what are your three main values, your main mission in life, your main life purpose? And right now in your life, what are two main things that you're working on? And a lot of the time people do their New Year's resolutions and whatnot. And it gets quite, I know I can make it quite complicated because I want to do so many different things. And this year it's like, no, it's two main goals. And so that everything I do outside of work just falls into those two categories. And it just makes life easier because then it's like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this. Yeah, I can, but do I really want to? Am I going to overextend myself doing that? And so I think it's important to make sure that no matter what is going on in the world, one, things are always changing and we need to be flexible and adaptable. Um, And that's actually part of what I do in my last step is look at psychological flexibility and ways that people are inflexible with their thinking, their emotions, or their situation and teaching them to check in and ask questions to see like, how am I not being flexible here? Where do I need to change? Because if the stress levels are going beyond that low level, um, it becomes a problem. And so I think it's looking at, okay, this just changed in my environment. I have no control over it. Okay. What do I have control over and what can I address? How can I get my social needs met? Because I can't go there. There's always a way. There's always a way to do what you want. That's that's how I see things. If you really want it, there's a way to do it. And so to simplify the short answer of that question is keep it simple. Just focus on a few things um, and do daily check-in, like how you're talking about your morning routine, 
weekly check-in. What am I focusing and what are my intentions this week? What's my monthly focus? And then doing your yearly goals and then really making that intentional and putting it in your calendar. Because I think the more we do those check-ins and the more intentional we are, the less extra we have. That's the way to maintain not gaining more life clutter is to do those regular check-ins. And it doesn't have to be for an hour. It can be five minutes. I Sometimes I do my morning check-in in literally three minutes. That's something that's really important is that check-in. You know, yeah. where are you at today? Because it could be different tomorrow and it was different yesterday. So where are you at today? When we're redesigning our lives, and that's kind of a, a big statement. So, all right, mm. when we're redesigning how we're going to show up today, what are the key influences or factors? I think it's it's being realistic with what you can give and what you're willing to receive. And it's also being in tune with the being and doing that I mentioned uh, in the last podcast, where it's, okay, I'm trying to create something. Am I going to bulldoze and just go, 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 and get into that personal growth kind of addiction that sometimes can happen to people where they're so like, let's do this, let's do this. And then they're not leaving any space for allowing. And so I think it's really important to always be doing those check-ins to make sure there's that balance of, okay, what am I creating? Okay, now I'm going to let it go and just let it be and see what comes to me. And then that in itself creates more of a calm and a flow in people's lives instead of it being this stressful thing that they have to do. So we've talked about our values and we've talked about priorities and we've kind of talked about a little bit about space. Mm-hmm. How does time and space tie in to each other? Oh, hence my name of my business, Time and Space Solutions. Exactly. Can I tell you a funny story of how that came and that that so slowly answer your question? Sure. Um, I was working with someone when I first started and I was describing what I do. And she goes, oh, it sounds like you help people with their time and their space. And then I just looked at her and I go, time and space solutions. And I'm like, that's my business name. And they're intertwined because how I spend my time, if you walk into someone's home, you will automatically know how they're spending their time. If there is stuff everywhere, you know, they're not taking time each day to tidy up. Um, If you're seeing a lot of items that haven't been used and they have tags on them, you see that they're doing a lot of shopping and they're not using the items and they're not being mindful of what they actually need and what is purposeful for them. And the time aspect, the other aspect of that is that it's, it's a reflection of your priorities, right? And if you don't set up a space to support what you want to create, you are not going to have the time to do it. So if I want to make sure that every morning I do Qigong three times a week online with a few other ladies and my space is ready, it's so easy for me to just set up the yoga mat, boom, done. That is a priority for me. I don't have to move 10 different things to make it happen. And so it's creating the space to support how you spend your time 
and also be a reflection of what you're creating in your life. So they, they, they go hand in hand. They certainly do. And listeners, if you walked into my home, you would know exactly how I spend my time because everything is tidy except for the gazillion cat toys scattered through the house. So you know who owns the house. You know who has the most fun. You also know I spend a lot of my time picking up fluffy little mice toys or balls with bells in them. That have been chewed up and ripped apart. (laughs) Exactly. Your home really does reflect your family, your priorities, your values, and where you spend your time. Yeah. And if you're scattered or not, because if, you know, I, I know that if my space is untidy on my level, like I can't focus. I, it's, it's impossible. I actually had someone write a blog for me one time about how it affects the brain. And she did, she does neurological adjustments on people. And she said like, it actually, that person cannot focus if there's too much clutter. So then that directly affects how you're going to spend your time and you're going to be all over the place. And then they just keep on feeding each other because you're ping-ponging around your space. It does. And so what you'll notice in my home is in the hallway, not long after you walk into the house, there's a big whiteboard and the shopping list is on there and everyone's weekly schedule is on there. Oh, nice. And tasks that need to be done are on there and everyone knows where they're at. And if it's not on the board, it means it's not on my Google calendar, which we've discussed before, which means Mm -hmm. it's not happening. So you know, even if you have a big family and so many people have got so much going on, it's really easy to find something as simple as a whiteboard and mm. just simplify it so everyone's on the same page and you're not running around trying to organise different people. And accountability. That's totally. huge. Accountability is huge for change. And by doing that, that everyone's accountable because it's up there and the expectations are clear. And if you have a family member that doesn't look at the whiteboard, that's their problem. It's not your problem. Exactly. What are some other tips that you can offer to the listeners here? So we've kind of looked at decluttering and redesigning. What else makes an impact in moving forward and in line with your values? Hmm. Good question. I would definitely say really tuning into what you want to create in your life and and in a balanced way, not just in this like do, do, do going mode, but what is it? What is it when you want to have fun? Like, where do you want to have fun in your life and how can you carve that in? And where do you want to learn? Um, Part of being healthy is learning. The more you learn, the more you use your brain and it actually keeps you young. So it's looking at if I create these spaces that support my life, this gives me abundance of opportunity to explore and connect with myself and others in a whole other way, because I'm not bombarded um, by that that life clutter, including the thoughts and the mindset. The other aspect is that it has a positive effect on your mental health. And I've talked with um, social workers and they all say when they go into people's homes who struggle with mental illness and mental health, their homes are a disaster and they don't know how to, how to take care of themselves. 
And so it's, it's really important to also use your space as a gauge of where you are with your well-being. And I know that I'm not doing good if my dishes are not getting done. That's my red flag. And so our spaces are just such beautiful mirror images of what's going on and also giving us an opportunity of where do we want to channel our energy to create and connect. Totally. It's funny how you mentioned your dishes not being done for me. It's the vacuuming. Now, I hate with a passion and I'll always put it off and find anything else to do. Mm -hmm. But I know that when I've done it, I feel like I've accomplished something and I feel good and everything's right with the world again. So for me, obviously I have cats in the home, so there's always fur sitting around everywhere. If you can touch the carpet and something comes off it, like a clump of hair or something, you know I'm not doing okay. Because even though I put that vacuuming off, I know that it's vital for moving forward. Exactly. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons that I do an accountability kind of habit tracking chart when I move to the last step with clients, because then they can see, you know, it's for a whole month. They check mark all the new habits that they're doing, their morning routine, evening routine, whatever we decide to put there. And they can see patterns like, oh, you know what? I'm noticing on Monday and Tuesdays, I'm not doing this. Well, what's going on? Are you over planning? You know, are you feeling low on those days for a particular reason? So it's a great way for us to keep track and to notice those things, both on like that physical check mark, it feels great, but then also to look at our space, like you mentioned, and be like, yep, I know something's not going well if the dishes aren't done or I haven't vacuumed. Exactly. And listeners, apply that to your social life and your social circles as well. If you are spending time with people that don't add to your life, Mm -hmm. then you're missing out on people that do. So if you really don't want to go to a lunch because you just, you don't gel with the people that are there, you really don't want to have those conversations, they've picked somewhere that you don't like and you'll start finding all these reasons not to go, then guess what? Don't go. Yeah. That's simple. And you don't have to explain yourself. That's another thing. I think people often feel like they have to explain themselves and you don't just say, yeah, I'm unable to, and it, it's, it's not going to work out this time. And that's it. Uh, one of my friends actually bought me a great t-shirt and I, I just love it. And it's, I would come out, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple. That's yep. simple. I love it. That's it. <laughs> Now, look, we've had a great time talking and there is just so much we could keep discussing here. What are some parting words of wisdom that you have for the listeners? Hmm. I would say if you want to create change in your life, be, be clear on what it is that you want to change and also honour what's working. Because, again, as I mentioned earlier about the personal growth, Um, It's easy to get really caught up in wanting to change. And I even have a, like a slew of videos that are TSS challenge to change. However, I think it's also important to note that we are wonderful as we are. And it's not about doing a complete rehaul. It's about honoring what we have brought and what we have learned so far in our lives. And then just fine tuning, fine tuning and upping the ante a little bit here and there. Fabulous. 
Now, Tonya, people can find you on Facebook at Time and Space Solutions, Instagram, Time and Space Solutions. Your website is www.timeandspacesolutions.com and LinkedIn Time Plus Space Solutions. Now, you also have a YouTube. So can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, I've been on and off with it over the years. Because for me, when I do anything social media, it has to be meaningful and purposeful. And so now I'm really focusing on expanding on my blogs that I write every month, which are also a newsletter, and just talking more about the topic that's within the blog. And from there, also giving people an exercise, and I have a little hashtag TSS challenge to change, giving them an exercise of taking one small area of their life where they can challenge themselves to change and grow. Fabulous. Listeners, this was your episode 116. In 117, we have Dawn Cookow coming to talk about the body effect and uniquely you. This was Tonya Cordy talking about time and space solutions with us. Thank you so much, Tonya, for your time. Thank you. Listeners, thank you for your time. We really do appreciate it. So please, if you love what you hear, go and give us a great review. That would be very much appreciated. For now, go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.